T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local. It's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. They're all unique. They're all special. Um, <clears throat> I think this one may have been the most unlikely just from the standpoint of where we've been the last couple of years. A lot of unknowns with injuries to play. Um, you know, Draymond at the end of the year, Steph at the end of the year. Um, a lot of young guys, kind of a new core, uh, or a new group around our core, I should say. Um, but... Um, it's really special to see guys like Wiggs and, and Loon and Gary Payton, um, just how far they've come, um, the impact they made. Jordan Poole, same thing. And I, I know I'm going to forget people, but it takes uh, a full team effort to do this. And we just had a, a, a great group who, uh, who got it done. Steve Kerr is the first person to win a championship in four straight decades. He has nine rings, both as a player That's and a coach. Crazy. Yeah, he's been a part of a lot of them. The Bulls in 96, 97, 98, 99. Or that, that one was with the Spurs in 99. Yeah. Uh, 2003, he won with the Spurs again. Then as the coach of the Warriors, 15, 17, 18. And then coaching here in 2022. So he won four in a row. At one point. Yeah, the three with the Bulls. Three and then the, the next year he's with That's San Antonio. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. So Steve Kerr's, you know, he's been around a lot of champions, and he said that last night. I mean, he's he's around Jordan, and then he's around the Spurs and Duncan and, uh, you know, Pop and all those guys, and then he's around uh, Curry and Draymond and uh, Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole and Kevon Looney. How about that? Milwaukee guys getting a title. Kevon's got a couple already. All right. Uh, Jordan Poole. My brother with his fourth ring. 
uh, the Bucks can say that they were the winners of the last and final Larry O'Brien Trophy the way it was made. This one, this trophy was a new one. Oh well, catch that. Uh, so. We're the we're we're the real winners. We are the real winners. How about that? And I saw on Twitter, did it count if uh, David David Stern? Um, oh yeah, Adam Silver wasn't Adam there. Adam Silver. Yeah, I thought for a while they might uh, push a game seven. If there was gonna because Adam Silver wasn't there, he's in protocols, is what we say now. But he wasn't there. He's still feeling fine, and that's what's most important. Of course. Uh, but no game seven. Game seven would have been on Father. I'm just glad it's over. I'm just. You know, because th- this last summer, I'm Bart Winkler, that's Tim Shea. Last summer was so fun. Last summer was so fun. And there were nights where, you know, they were not fun when the Bucks would lose a game or when things looked bleak. But we just had so much fun talking Bucks every day with you guys. Just from a show standpoint, it was fun. Talking Bucks. You know, looking forward to the games every couple of nights. I, I think I got goosebumps. I mean, I get goosebumps when I think about it. You know, being down there. That's why it was so sad. Rami and I had, like, moments down there. We watched the finals clinch together in the Deer District. I mean, we really was. I saw you guys at the parade, the celebration. I remember that. That we were, was a fun day. We were at the parade. Yep. You saw us? Yeah, remember? We were on the stage together, on the media stage. How did you get up there? Kevin Holden. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were Remember, up there. You looked at me and said, how did you get up here? And I said it a year later. And now you said it a year later. You did. Yeah, thank God we were up there because anybody behind that I could know, not could see. could not see. And or here. here. <laughs> Good job. I remember the guy with the big deer that you took a picture with, you and Rami. Yeah, there was a guy walking around with a big deer head. You said, I need my picture with that guy. Did you take it? I think so. Yeah, because I took it from above. Oh, and I completely forgot I you wasn't were there. even working here. A terrible friend I am. That's fine. We didn't really know each other mm. the way we do now, mm-hmm. kind of. That's true. Well, yeah, last year uh, was so fun. It was so fun. This year was not. This year was anti-fun. This year was, gosh, just having to deal with the Bulls and then even spotting them a win. All the Chicago fans thinking they had a chance. Then losing Middleton. Having to lose to the Celtics. I still, I think it's funny, you know, my family, we text each other. It's like, oh, yeah, look at this, Steph. Oh, Clay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. My brother. And we think it's so great. Uh, and my dad had texted at one point, I've never seen a team flop this much. And it's like, Dad, this is what, what, the, what, the, what the Celtics did against the Warriors was bad. They flopped a lot, especially last night when they were down. They, had no, they, they didn't even know what to do. They didn't know what to do. They were trying to flop their way back. Against the Bucks. it was so much worse. It really was so much worse. And so this summer, it's basically been me rooting against Boston every other night. I really did not want this team to win. I mean, I, I you know, I, I like the Warriors. Yeah, okay, brother, yeah. That's like, I'm like 5% happy for him and 95% happy the Celtics lost. I'm really elated that the Celtics lost. I'm happy that there's people waking up in Boston today just miserable. No, I don't like feel this way about, you know, people on a whole. I I want I want everybody to live a good life. I want you to be able to support your family and feel comfortable and 
you know, I, I hate, you know, some of the, the violence that happens. And I just, I want everybody to live. And I only get, we, we get one turn on this rock. And I want everybody to make the most of it. I'm a good person. But when it comes to sports fans, I really do feel hate in my heart. I, re- I really do. I really wanted Boston fans to suffer like I suffered. Watching the past couple MLB seasons, do, do you feel the same way when the Brewers lost that you didn't want the Dodgers, I the never Nationals, want the team that you lose to? I never want the team that we lose to to win. And it's happened to us, what, four years in a row? But I would say... It doesn't bother you as much with the... No, it always bothers me. Baseball? I'm trying to think who I rooted the hardest against. Like I rooted really hard 2018, against 2018 the Dodgers. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if baseball cracks it for me. The Maybe Packers? the Dodgers. The Dodgers are bothering me because of Mary Hart. Oh, she's uh, I. <laughs> she was there the other night. I don't know why I was watching the Dodgers game. She's at every game. Yeah, well, she and was Larry King. Me. They're all sitting right there. Well, Larry King's dead. No, I think he's still alive. I don't know. I might bet you on that. What do you want to bet? Wendy's. <laughs> Stop! You're looking. So, well, I'm conf- Larry King's dead. Is he? Yeah, he died last January. Okay, never mind then. Okay, free. I'm Wendy's glad I didn't me. bet. Well, we bet. Free Wendy's. Go get it. Were you more upset with, and more more mad with the 49ers? Yeah, I was really mad about the 49ers. Obviously, the Celtics are were number are number one right now, and probably will be in your books. No, I got to I got to think all time. Seattle. Mm. Yeah, I really wanted them to lose. And they did. And they did. I think all time for me, the number one team I rooted against the most ever, man, the 98 Vikings I really rooted against when they were 15-1 and one and then Gary Anderson missed, missed that field, field goal. goal. I would say the 2009 Vikings with Brett Favre. That one... I rooted against very badly. Okay. I could not. I mean, could you imagine still 15 years later if Brett Favre won a Super Bowl with Minnesota? I mean, it's bad enough Brett Favre's scamming every small business in Mississippi and nobody seems to care. But had he won uh, and he won a Super Bowl with the Vikings, they would never let us live that down. So that was one. When the Packers were... Not even 15 and one and lost to the Giants. When they lost the NFC Championship game to the Giants in Favre's last year, that really bothered me seeing the Giants because then they went on and beat New England. New England. And that really bothered me. That was their undefeated year. Yeah. That really bothered me. And then I think I would put the Celtics team up there. The Celtics team, as much as I hated the Raptors, I don't know, man. This Celtics team, I just, I, I hate. And, and I, I really don't want to, I'm not being facetious here and I'm not embellishing. I really do think if the Celtics would have won, you would have had a summer where kids would have seen Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart and Grant Williams. And when they would be on the courts and when they would get back to school, they would emulate those guys. Kids emulate stars. LeBron James, he comes on the scene. He's amazing. Kids are trying to be LeBron James. All right, the dunks, all the everything. Steph Curry all of a sudden is bombing threes from way deep. What are kids doing? 
They're just chucking threes. You've heard old people, old heads. Ah, Steph Curry's ruined the game. All kids want to do now is shoot threes. They should shoot 16-footers that are basically as far as threes, but still truly mid-range shots. That's the way basketball should be. But kids copy the winners. I think kids would have copied the Celtics. Emulated the flopping. And the Celtics never needed to be this kind of team. They never did. They were good enough to win had they just played basketball and not worried. But they were too petulant, and they got in their own way. And if I'm a Celtics fan, that's what bothers me. I don't think the Warriors beat us if I'm a Celtics fan. I know we beat us. Celtics screwed Celtics. That's what happened in this series. And as a Bucks fan, I'm filled with great joy. And I don't care if that makes me petty. I am filled with great joy that the Celtics got what they deserved. They reaped what they sowed. And I think it's hilarious that Celtics mad, Celtics fans are mad like, oh, Gary Payton might have embellished or Jordan Poole. It was really interesting watching the series, the broadcast. When the Celtics would flop, nobody cared. But then when Gary Payton would do it, whoa. And how about Gary Payton? Wisconsin herd legend getting a ring as well. Comes back from being hurt, too. Yeah, and if you're like, oh, why don't the Bucks still have Gary Payton? Well, he was with our organization four years ago. Didn't break his elbow? He was here, yeah. Good for him. Yeah, oh, great for him. And I was watching some of Gary Payton Sr. on the uh, NBA TV broadcast last night. Just so proud of him. I just thought it was great. Were you mad because you thought that the Bucks, and I I think this the majority of everyone does, thinks that the thought that the Bucks would have beaten the Celtics with Middleton? Or are you mad the way they played? Well, I'm mad the way they played. The the Celtics. Yeah. The, the, the I'm obviously mad the... that we lost to them. Correct. I'm obviously mad about that. Bucks would have beaten the Celtics with oh, Middleton. I agree. There's no question. I don't know. I, I really wish somebody uh, – I got to go find the tweet here because it was really spot on, I thought, where the way – oh, here it is from Paul. He says, I'm afraid hoping for a Bucks warriors finals is like hoping for a Rodgers-Brady Super Bowl. Now, we did get the Rodgers-Brady NFC Championship game, unfortunately, that did not go our way. But, yeah, for years it always looked like the Packers would line up with the Patriots and Rodgers and Brady in a Super Bowl, and it never happened. And the Bucs have had their chances to, to play the Warriors, and I just really wanted to see these two teams play together. I don't know how it would go. The Warriors, I mean... If Grant Williams was scoring 27 points against us, the Warriors would have had, I mean, Bielitsa would have had like 41 night because we would have just left them open. Damian Lee would have had another 50-burger. You know, and Draymond would have been a beast, and he would have been in. Yeah, who's head, who's yeah head, would have been a beast. Whose head would Draymond have gotten in? Oh, uh, Bobby. Oh, Bobby and Bobby Draymond and go Draymond. back and That forth. would be great. Oh, man. Well, did you hear Draymond give credit to the Celtics fans after the game? Oh, yeah, he should have. He, he was, I love you guys, but I don't. He should have. I think it's great that um, Draymond kept telling Grant Williams that you are not me. Grant Williams, I just I just despise these guys. I'm so happy. I, I, I really am. I really am happy. I'm happy I don't have to watch this team again. The Celtics, man, I hate them. I just, I just don't like them.
And I'm happy that Boston just reeks of sadness today. And I, I don't care if that makes me petty or petulant. I love my sports teams. And some of you say, oh, don't, don't say the word hate. But if you love, then there is hate. Hate is the opposite of love. So the more I love my teams, the more I'm going to hate the teams that I don't like and that get in the way of my teams. And the Celtics got in our way. And then they got their comeuppance. And in the fourth quarter, they thought they had a comeback. They brought to within eight. So one more chance of false hope before the Warriors, <laughs> just like Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber, rips his hand into the chef's chest, takes out the heart, and takes a bite of it. They all look defeated. Oh, wait. The that went the other way around. Other way around, yeah. The chef carries yes. heart. Lloyd Christmas. They all look defeated. The fan, the, just the looks on their faces, like the hands up in their head. Oh, I loved like, it. It's I loved every over. minute of it's it. It's all over. It's done. I loved every minute of it. Corey's on the south side. What's up, Corey? Good morning, Bart. Good morning, Corey. Yeah, this is a happy Friday, you guys. Um, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, man. I was, <clears throat> I was so happy that the Celtics lost last night. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever rooted for Golden State so hard in my life when it comes to being in the finals like they had those first, uh the first one i was like all right cool cool series and then they got kd so i kind of hated them for a minute for those two years that they had kd and then uh i did root for them really bad against the raptors because obviously the raptors beat us and then not only that i thought it was bigger bigger than basketball i was like man it's the u.s versus canada we yeah. gotta beat the raptors you know but um and besides that man i i uh man i would have been devastated if if uh, Boston comes back and wins the series in game seven or something like that, like I'm like these two games that Boston won, I was legit mad that they, I was furious that they won these. Like come on golden state and they came through and they, they made it happen. And you know, like it's just, it, it was so, uh, to me, it was, uh, um, I mean, like I, like you said, man, I feel, I feel joy. You know? This is the second I, happiest I've ever been after an NBA season. Obviously the bucks winning, is one, and then it's this, and then yeah, even that, even that, that, again even with my brother winning rings with the Warriors and me really rooting for the Warriors, I'm just and, I'm and, I'm not even pumped the Warriors won. I'm pumped Boston lost. Yeah, exactly. And what you said earlier, you know, it's like Golden State kind of saved basketball because you know, like I I looked at Boston's team this year and I'm like, we we had an unfortunate situation and and everybody in the East did because they ran into the hottest team in the NBA. It's not that the Boston Celtics were better than him. It's just that they were they were they were hot. You know what I mean? Since January, they they've been in the hottest team, and you know, Golden State brought them back down from cloud nine. And if they win that, if if the Celtics win a series, can you imagine next year? Like Boston's going to go on another run. They'd probably be the number one seed heading into the playoffs next. Oh, year. they would just and grow stronger. The flapping oh. would go stronger. They they do it more. Grant Williams yeah. would feel himself. Oh, yeah, the, it, the Warriors it, it, did the NBA and basketball and maybe all of sport such a favor last night. Absolutely. And then, you know, and I'm, I look at it last night, too, and I'm like, all right, you know, like they, they finally lost back-to-back games in game five. And then I'm just like, you know what? This Celtics team defeated. And, and guess what, everyone? They're not going to be back next year. They're going to be like one and done in the playoffs next year. Or they might get to the Eastern Conference Finals, maybe. But – we we got we're coming back. Milwaukee's coming back. You know, uh, Brooklyn's coming back next year. 
the Sixers are coming back next year. Miami, I mean, they're done. They're you, you won't see them in the finals for the next couple of years at least, you know, unless a big trade or something happens. But I, I appreciate the call. I appreciate the talk, Bart. Man, you guys have a good weekend. A happy Friday, man. Yeah, Corey, you too. 414-799-1250. Tweet us 1250 AM, the fan. If there's anybody that thinks, oh, Bart's like just embellishing or putting on a show, I'm not. I'm, I'm genuinely – I'm genuinely ecstatic about what happened last night. I'm I'm just very, very happy. Very, very happy. I hate Boston so much. And every one of those fans that cried last night, I just I I, I those tears sustain my life. I have a friend who lives in Boston. Chris, he tweeted. Oh, he's been tweeting here me all there. playoffs. I haven't heard from him in a Crickets, week. Crickets? For a week. Yeah. He, uh, we're in a group text message. Yeah. He decided to leave He last left the night, group chat. Even though I, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, decided to take all his That's what they do. Trash. That's what they do. When my, our beloved Bucks lost. Yeah. They're the kind of guys, Celtics fans, that would get I in a fight in with you. I listened. Yeah. They're the kind of guys that would get in a fight with you and then they would call the cops. Somebody said mm-hmm. that about me once. Mm-hmm. Not true. Then he texted. So I added him back in the group like a good fan. Then he says, I can't wait for Packers Patriots. Wow. Already moving on. Already. What a loser. 414-799-1250. We'll talk some Packers. So let Chris know that we're going to talk Packers. Yeah. I'll take 10 minutes away from just parading all over the Celtics uh, funeral. And we'll talk some Packers coming up. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. What? Uh, Bart Winkler, Tim Shea. 
414-799-1250. Covering all the bases this morning. Brewers throw one away last night against the Mets. Literally. Yeah, so they've lost 12 of 15. Not good. The NBA Finals finally over. Celtics, see ya. And now we got six days till the NBA draft, so full previews coming up next week. We are going to preview every single prospect there is, except Johnny Davis. Seems like Johnny Davis, Wizards, uh, it seems like everybody's got that connection. Where do you think he's going? Washington? All right, you need to go to the front door. Okay, who's here? Uh, Somebody in a Brewers shirt. We might they might have dropped off some gear for us. They better have. I'll I'll like that logo a lot more. If so if so I just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if this is for us or one of these other stations, but Tim just sprinted out of here. Cause we might get some free sweat. Oh, and now now it's a race between I'm gonna narrate a race here. We've got someone from Kiss FM. Allie is racing Tim Shea for who gets this Brewers gear. They came out with the City Connect jerseys and hats. And that's why the shop's been closed the last couple of days. They've been refreshing everything. I don't know if they needed to shut down the whole thing. I'll give them a break. Not for us. Is it for Kiss? It's for Kiss. The Brewers brought City Connect stuff for Kiss? Yes. And not us? Yes. What happened? So I go to the door. Because I saw you run, and I saw Allie run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I go to the door, and he's you need like, a minute? he comes, oh, no, I'm fine. I was just disappointed. I thought I got the stuff. So I go to the door. The guy from the Brewers is like, uh, I got stuff for Riggs and Allie. I'm like, I'll take it to him. You were going to steal it. She comes running out. Yeah, I saw her run just as fast as you ran. She comes I go. I t- I tell her. I go. Oh, I thought this was for, uh, this was for us. She goes, No, not for you, and grabs it from me. Oh, of course. How 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 dare the sports station think that we get gear when the mighty Riggs and Allie? Should I go over there and see what they got? No, I don't want to know now, and I'm pissed. So these jerseys are terrible. Then Riggs so came, ugly. Then Riggs came running after that and just. That's for us. Hey, hey, if the Brewers want me to love their jerseys, I need some right there on that table. But right now, they they boned us and gave it to Riggs and Alley. Screw them. Yeah, sorry. I just kind of ran out of here. He left you by yourself. I don't even like the Brewers. (sighs) Stop. In fact, I've always been a Braves fan. They should have never left. Pete Doherty, PackersNews.com. Had a chance to check up with him uh, yesterday afternoon. I wanted to bring that to the, you know, you guys in the morning here because – I've got all these like crazy theories about how good I think the Packers can be. And I wanted to start with him and he politely kind of poured water on some of them, but it's always good to chat with Pete Doherty. I'll now pretend like he's on the phone live. Hey Pete. Wow. This is great. What's up? How are you doing? Well, how are you good? I got a couple of things that I'm feeling about the Packers, like overall arcing things. And I needed someone to throw them off of. And I thought you'd be a good guy for that. Let me uh, just well, bring. Hey, let me bring you my first one. The first one is I think the defense will be good, and when I say good, I mean like top three good. And when I say top three good, I mean like top three of this decade good. I've completely bought in to what I think this defense can be. Pete. 
Uh, I think they'll they have a real shot at being top five good. Top three of the decade, you talking just uh, the 20s, or are you going back 10 years? Because... Uh, well, Seattle. there may have been a show I've already said. I think they're going to put the 85 Bears to shame. But again, Pete, I'm a shareholder, and I am I always drink the Packer Kool-Aid. But I do think they're going to be very, very good, and it will be like – I think there's going to be some weeks where, you know, whoever you watch the game with, you're going to look at the person you're watching the game with, and you're going to say, I mean, I thought we'd be good, but I never thought we'd be this good. They, uh, they've got a lot of talent. I would say at least as much as they had in 2010, and I think they finished, they were top five in yards and points that year. To be the kind of defense you're talking about, they will need those two rookies to be really, really good players right away. Um, and there's no guarantee they'll both be really, really good players, let alone really good right away. So I'd be a little more tempered, but, uh, but hey, you know, everybody's got their own opinion, right? That is true, Pete. That is true. Thanks for putting it nicely. Do you think that wh- – where would the weakness be right now on the defense? Uh, injuries are so inevitable in this game, and I'd be really concerned if I were them about uh, depth in the secondary, both safety and corner. Right now, at least, it looks pretty weak. Maybe during once the season hits and it happens, maybe these guys will play, play fine. But um, – the starters, they have a ton of talent in the secondary in the, in the top five spots, the, the three corners and the two two safeties. But as soon as you get past that, I think they've got real uh, real depth issues. So that would be really just the, the main concern. And then the, the depth at outside rusher, too. Um, they've got nothing, at least as of right now, behind their top two guys. Yeah, depth's always a concern. I'd like their depth a little more this year than I did a year ago. But it is always a concern, especially with the 17 grueling schedule and you go to London and there's no buy back and forth. Talking with outlaw Pete Doherty from the Green Bay Press Gazette, PackersNews.com. Pete, one other thing that I really like is I like the um, contributions that I think the running backs will give you. Now, a lot of people, you know, rightfully so, how are you going to replace Devontae Adams? I am hoping for Aaron Jones getting a lot more snaps as a wide receiver, or at least a lot of two-back sets with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. I think that they, they have a lot of guys. That competition for whoever that third running back will be, I think is going to be a good one. But I don't want to just see that guy then being active every week. I'd like to see him used. I think that Aaron Jones is going to get a bulk of the, you know, whatever they got to replace from Devontae, he will get a bulk of those receptions. Packers last three years – Jones has been up there in targets the last three years. There's been other years where it's been Jamal Williams as a top three guy. I mean, they lose MVS, but he's not been a top three target guy or catch guy in the last three years. So I still think they can replace some of that production with the running game in the passing game, specifically Aaron Jones. Yeah. And you know, and Dylan's not a bad receiver either. So um, he'll get some throws too. I, I just, you know, I'm kind of making these numbers up off the, top of my head but I would guess in the games where Jones and Dylan played together they were maybe on the field for an average to get you know at the same time maybe on the field I don't know three snaps a game something like that I could see that being more like you know 10 this year I don't you know who knows for sure but um, that would be a lot more and I could see both of those guys getting a lot of catches and uh, the run pass ratio like I'm thinking they were in the 
they ran in the, I don't know, 40, what was it, maybe 44% of the time, something like that, I, you know, maybe even a little lower than that. I could see that bumping up, getting much closer to 50. So, yeah, I think you're right. The, the running backs will play a huge role in replacing the offensive production they lost with uh, with Adams. I think the whole um, – just the whole offense, the personality of the offense is gonna is gonna change some. Yeah, it has to because you got Devonte Adams who had you know 130 what some targets, and you can't just say well no. Lazard's gonna get those now or Lazard and Watson and Cobb will will eat those up. The whole personality of the offense is going to change, and I think they have to use the running backs and the running game more. You always wonder like who's gonna end up as the wide receiver with the most targets, with the most receptions. There's a lot of excitement for Christian Watson because he was such a high pick. I'm trying to figure out how good can Alan Lazard be? I mean, even if like, like if he was a 70 catch, 800 yard, six touchdown guy, even that seems like blowing away expectations, but there is the need for somebody like that in this offense. And to me, he would have the first shot at it. I could see him putting up those kind of numbers for sure. Uh, I mean, look, it's the NFL, even if they're, you know, towards the lower end of pass rate, they're still throwing the ball a lot, and they got a guy who can put it on the money, so uh, somebody's got to catch the ball, you know, and I think Lazard is probably the best guess of anybody to catch 70-plus passes, and, um, you know, I don't know if, you know, DeGuara, you know, his catches will go up some, I, you know, we'll have to see how Tunyon is when he comes back from the ACL, that's the serious injuries so some guys a lot of times guys aren't real productive that next year sometimes they are we'll see what he's looking like in December um, but yeah Lazard would be the, the, the best guess and then yeah it'll just probably be spread out more because um, the offense will probably be run more truly instead of being designed to get certain guys open it'll just be designed for Rodgers to throw to the most open you know the first most open guy I'm liking the defense. I'm liking, you know, Lazard and Watson. I, I'm giving them more credit, even Cobb, than maybe, you know, others will. I really like what they're going to see from the running game. The issue that worries me right now is the offensive line with these injuries. You you guys talked to Matt LaFleur, and he gives an answer about Bakhtiari where it's a roller coaster. It's like after three words, it sounds like he's going to be ready week one. After another five words, you wonder if he's ever going to play again. Do we have a timeline on when these guys are coming back? Because there's a worry with me that we don't see Bakhtiari at least ever like he looked like, or I'm not even – like, I, I have no idea what a good snap count on him is this year. 500, 100, 7? I've got no idea what to think. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a, you know, reasonably bad sign that he didn't take part in anything this offseason. Um, you know, he had several months from that Detroit game to recover, and – you know, he still wasn't practicing. If he's not ready to go at the start of the camp, that's a huge red flag. Then I would think there'd be real concerns about his long-term future. And, you know, they might already know that it's shaky, and, you know, they, they're not revealing any of that. But it was a bad sign that he didn't – he wasn't doing anything this offseason. And they did draft three offensive linemen, which is a little heavier on the line as a whole than I would have guessed going into the draft. So – um, yeah, I think there's you have real reason to be concerned because, you know, you, you take one of the best left tackles in the game off a team, that's a, that's a big blow. Such a massive contract, but also such a massive 
part of the offense and the team itself. So they are going to need him healthy at some point. Hopefully for the Packers, that can that can happen. You know, you guys with the OTAs and the mini camps. I don't know. I don't know what you learn. I don't know, like Kirk Benker throwing to Romeo Dubs. I don't know how much that tells you what's going to happen this season. Is there been anything to stand out for you specifically? I, you know, I do think maybe one thing could be like special teams with a new coach, maybe a new identity and approach. But what have you learned in just the last month from this team that maybe changed your perspective from a month ago? Yeah, not not much. I'm sure you know coaches and scouts can learn a decent amount, and there there might be outside observers who can too. I don't. I'm just not. I'm not one of them. Um, you know, you just it's the, the personnel groups are. You know, you got the twos against the twos, and so much of the time, um, the thing I paid tried to pay most attention to was Jordan Love, and he looks okay. Um, he looks more confident. Just I was just watch just watch him in the huddle. He was more animated, more hand gestures, all that. He looked more in command. Um, whether that actually will translate to significantly better play, I mean, we'll only find that out, you know, in the games. This, these preseason games are huge for him. This is where Rogers. It was in Rogers' third preseason, is when he started looking like, you know, like he had a, a, a future, a good future in the league. And um, so, and this will be Love's third preseason or third year of the preseason. I guess rookie year there were no preseason games, but I, this is just a huge preseason for him. And it's you know you can only judge that so he's he he has the he has his good plays, and he, you know you can see real talent there, um, but he has some really bad plays too. Still, he had a you know a couple, he'd have a couple of practice, you know, really bad throws. So, you know, we'll we'll just have to see how he does when he's going against another team and trying to put up points. Yeah, Rodgers is no idiot. That third year, that Thursday night game against Dallas, and then he comes in for Favre, almost brings him back. And I think even in that loss, Packer fans are like, okay, well, we clearly know it's time to move on to our next guy. Well, if that happens with Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers' contract is so that is not going to happen. Love would have to get traded. I thought it was really interesting with Love where – you guys talk to him, and they're like, when did you find out? He's like, yeah, I found out. I was like, oh, darn. Like, he, he's not really shy that he wants to be the quarterback, and at least you got to like that. Oh, yeah, you want a, you want a hungry guy with a big ego who wants to play at that position. Uh, yeah, you definitely do. And, you know, I mean, if, let's just say, you know, I'm not saying it's going to happen, and it's probably, you know, it's on the longer shot ends of things, but let's just say he looks really, really good in camp. And it really, I mean, really good in the preseason. Maybe comes in, uh, Rodgers gets hurt. Maybe fills in for him a game or two and plays really well. Um, you know, next off season, they could trade Rodgers too. You know, if I'm sure any team trading for him would want more than one season from him, so they need some guarantees. There's, there's some hurt. There'd be some hurdles to get over and all that. But I mean, it's not completely off the table as we've seen. I mean, I don't think anybody was betting back when they drafted Love that both of these guys would still be on the roster going into love's third season no 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 chance no chance at all should be interesting good catching up with you pete doherty green bay press gazette thank you pete you have a good one and we'll talk soon all right thanks for having me pete doherty packersnews.com green bay press gazette outlaw pete joins us on the great midwest bank hotline if you're applying for a home renovation loan and you're a bit anxious breathe let great midwest bank help you experience a state of banquility get started at greatmidwestbank.com today I don't think Rodgers is 
you know, getting traded. But if Love, what if Love does wow and gets like three or four games and he really wows them? But Rodgers was smart. He signed a new deal and he got a bunch of money from the Packers and he's basically locked himself in here. Rodgers, Rodgers knows what's up. Rodgers was that guy in that third year of a legend's uh, when he was here in his third year and, and Favre, the legend that was wilting away or however it is that you describe him getting out of here. Man, Rodgers, hey, for as goofy as he is, he certainly does know what he's doing on the football field, that is. 414-799-1250, Ryan Horvath, you want to talk about Boston fans in a depression. This guy was a Boston fan for the last two months because of a future that he placed on the Celtics. And he thought he was going to have a lot of money hit his uh, bank account. That is no longer going to be the case. So he should be in a very grumpy mood. Misery will love company just after nine. More from you guys. Tweet us, 1250 AM The Fan, 414-799-1250. Eagle Eye Cherry, drink. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. That brewer gear looks pretty nice next door. Yeah, the Brewers have the City Connect jerseys yep. and hats. And, uh, you know, one of the perks of this job is that sometimes we will get free stuff from the teams. I've got a lot of stuff in my house from the Bucks. The Bucks, whenever they do anything, we get it. Thundersticks. I, you brought me the <laughs> Thundersticks. I got the replica ring that people had to wait five hours in line for. I just sit here, my fat ass on this chair, and I get, I get what I. Hey, Bucks got something, I get it. The Brewers, you got to work for, I guess. Brewers, on the other hand, because we saw a guy, you know, just to kind of tell you what's going on. We doing our show, and there's a window, and I peek out, I see a guy with Brewers gear coming in with a box. I've never seen your eyes light up. I thought big. we were getting free stuff. I thought we were too. It's the nope. same way. Same way my eyes light up when I see Sheila bringing in Wendy's. Yeah. But the Brewers stuff comes in, and then uh, it goes to Kiss FM. Goes to Kiss FM. The uh, Riggs and Alley. Oh, they're big Brewers fans. They got their own personalized jerseys. Oh my gee. We could have gotten ours, Bart. I don't think I'd wear a personalized jersey. The Brewers gave me one when I left. Oh yeah. Thank you. Do you wear it? <laughs> Does it say Che? They gave me a size small. A size small? A size too small or a size small? A, a small. Too small. Small. And you wear a size XL? XL. And they gave you a size small? Mm-hmm. Was that on purpose? I have a feeling, maybe. Did they not like you? I mean, no. you always thought about your time with the Brewers like it was horrific. They loved me. Tim used to be the on-field guy at the stadium. you probably seen him bouncing around there back in the day. You guys probably... Tim Shea's probably a bigger celebrity in this town than no, than Horvat was. 414-799-1250. Ryan Horvat will join us in a couple minutes. You can tweet us, 1250 AM, the fan. I'm very captivated in this U.S. Open. I love majors anyway with, with golf, but I'm very captivated because of the live tour stuff. So the U.S. Open gets underway yesterday. Dustin Johnson shoots two under. He's out there this morning. He is now at one under, and so is Patrick Reed. So those are the live guys that are the highest right now. Um, Maddie, Maddie, some guy I don't know, I'm not going to butcher his name, is uh, six under. He's 300 today through 10. So there's a new leader, 
And then you've got a bunch of other guys like Rory going off a little bit later. I just think for golf's sake, I want so badly, I want so badly it to be, and I want it specifically to be Rory because he's taking this thing on like I am Mr. PGA. He is defending the PGA so staunchly. So I want it to be him and like Dustin Johnson or Patrick Reed. Everybody hates Patrick Reed. Bryson DeChambeau could be him. Although I think he had a rough day. He's plus two right now. Uh, plus one on the day. I want so bad for it to be some sort of uh, really just contentious PGA guy versus live guy. At the end? Oh, because I want to see I want to see the crowds boo. Yeah. Yesterday the crowds were throwing out betting advice to Phil Mickelson, which I thought was funny. Phil, over under Al Horford, nine and a half boards. If that happens, the go- live golf versus yeah. Ron, they could get their biggest ratings ever. I still don't think no? it'll beat anything Tiger. Okay. I still don't think it'll beat anything Tiger, but it would be up there. I think it, you know, it'd be good for a weekend, but long-term, this live thing is not good for golf. There's a lot of drama on it, but somebody, one of the golf guys on the networks were like, it's basically going to be two AAA leagues. You're going to have the best, the best in the world will not all be in one spot. You know, imagine if there was a new NBA league. Like when the ABA was around or the AFL. We haven't really seen anything like this in, in our generation. We've seen other startup leagues, but they're never contending against the main league. You know, the USFL tried that, obviously. The AFL gave us the Super Bowl. The ABA combined with the NBA, but we haven't seen here anything like this. So that's why I think it's so fascinating to, especially younger guys, younger, I'm 38, younger guys like me. Tony's in Texas. Tony. Hey, congrats to your Warriors. You guys did it. Hey, congrats that Celtics lost and the Warriors saved basketball. Uh, poor Harvey. Yeah, he had a futures gonna, ticket on him. That he's going to have to keep renting now. It's too bad. Yeah. Well, you know, your your interview with Pete Doherty was, was pretty good. I, I, I enjoyed that interview. And what I found interesting is that you actually thought Rodgers was going to be the guy – after that Dallas game? Yeah, so I'm talking about the Dallas game. Thursday night. Yeah, Dallas. 2007, right? No, 2000, whatever. We oh, all know right. it. you're right, 2007. Fire's having an MVP-type season, and you thought Rodgers was the guy right then and there. I remember calling my brother and being so happy that Rodgers looked so good, and I've never been, I've never been more happy after a loss. Yeah, I didn't feel that way. I just thought, like, you know, I was excited about it, but I thought, you know, I've seen, like, Matty Flynn and these type of backup quarterbacks perform like that. But, yeah, that was the start of something, obviously, that turned into a, 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 a just an awesome run by Aaron. And we got Jordan Love, and we want to cheer for Jordan Love to have a big preseason. This Packers should have started uh, Rodgers in that NFC Championship game in 07, by the way. You know, in hindsight, you're right, obviously. Yes, they should. Or, or at least bench Favre, like – Favre looked, at, Favre looked so cold. He threw a pick because he was wanted to go take a warm shower. Well, he did that against the Eagles in 2003, too. So, Oh, yeah. God, yeah. We, people talk about fourth and 26. He threw a punt. Yeah, he but we forget that the next Packers got the ball back. Yeah, I know. And Favre, Favre was like, I'm out of here. You just can't catch a damn break. God, that guy sucks. Man, so many memories. It's so many boneheaded plays. I know. Um, yeah, man. 
But, you know, J- Jordan Love, I, I think this, this is a huge preseason for this guy. If he can just come out and show something and, and, and just look like he's a competent quarterback, there's no reason why you can't get a first-round pick for this guy if he looks good. Just look like a competent first-round. Everyone's starving for the next franchise quarterback. Why, is it, why couldn't it be Jordan Love if he looks good? I think there's a chance still. And I like the way the Packers are handling this with, with Rodgers keeping back. And they're basically hedging their bet. Like, hey, if this doesn't work, we still got Aaron in our back pocket. And I think that's something exciting to watch. And you know what else is exciting to watch, Bart? I listened to you last, last uh, afternoon yesterday. Very, very good show. I was very excited to hear you. Uh, I think you guys got to do a Jeopardy type of audition in the afternoon. You know, maybe do like a Ram and Carl hosting. Mike the painter. Mike the better painter. Maybe oh, okay. Mike. So find yeah, our like next host Yeah, with like, like, like a year long of auditions. Maybe like a month. Let's get Ram and Carl in there. Mike the painter. Mike the better painter going at it. Do you think Rogers would do it like he did Jeopardy? Oh, man. I think Jordan Love might. Yeah, I love my do it to get a platform to bash Rodgers. You don't have the the uh, budget to get Rodgers in there. Maybe I can get Zeke Elliott. Yeah, are you going to get him on my show or what? Yeah, I, I, you got anything to pony up, or is this uh, just maybe some? I don't get one pro bono. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. If I'm not getting Steph Curry from my brother, I ain't getting Zeke Elliott from you. I no, I you got a better chance of Zeke Elliott. I'll guarantee you that. Oh, I agree. Uh, you, you're not get, I mean, who do you get? Kevon Looney? That's all you get? Jordan, you that's Jordan all I get. Yet? You get Jordan Poole in there yet? No, I think I might get him this summer. All right, that's a start. I want Steve Kerr. I want to talk to Steve Kerr. Yeah, your brother's got to make that happen. Come on, man. Yeah. So You know, Clay Thompson always asked my brother about the show. He's always he's like, talk- he's always like, hey, how's that Bart Winkler show? How... How are they talking about the Packers? Packers lost, I saw. Are they pretty bummed today? I'm like, tell them to call in. He's like, nah, Clay don't want to do that. Hey, <laughs> speaking of Clay, that really quick, that fake Clay that went on the court and started shooting around, do you all talk about that? Uh, yeah, I'm hoping, because I told my brother, I text him, hashtag free fake Clay. They better have a spot at the parade for that guy. Yeah, and people don't realize how easy it is actually to sneak into to things. Yeah, it's really a flaw in our society. Yeah, but it's hard to get into an airport in and out. So, I don't know. It's e- easier to get on a court than an, into an airport. So, it's all right, uh, Bart. <laughs> huh? Have, have a great weekend. Anything in store? Anything special? I don't know. What would you say, Tim? That's the way it should be. Hard to get into an airport. Well, it shouldn't be when you're, you know, you're not carrying a bomb. What? Right, I Tim? I don't know. It should be a little bit easier to get into an airport. I'm going to let you go. All right. See you later. All right. See Bye. Ya. You can't just walk into a stadium. No. I mean, No. Uh, yeah. Tim, hey. remember at the airport you used to be able to go up to the gate and yes. see people? Yes. Like that. I'm like more security, the better, please. They I still get, do that in love, actually. I get nervous. Do you like, want to live in a police state, Tim? Go to Badger games. Football, they have no security. Would you argue? Would you argue that freedom actually isn't free? Stop. That it costs a buckle five. <laughs> would you argue that? <laughs> Do you think teachers should have guns? No. Stop. <laughs> no. 
All right, Ryan Horvath coming up, 414-799-1250. I'm Bart. That's Tim. We'll be back momentarily. we got so much great stuff planned for you. We're going to make fun of Horvath for... I hope he shows up. ...losing out on thousands of dollars. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.